0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MIA with Damini. Get a pen, grab a notepad, and happy learning. Hey guys, so um, today we're talking about customer service, right? Um, customer service for growing businesses, right? I'm not a huge fan of the term SME. Um, so I call I call all of us growing businesses, right? And I want to start with a question. Is the customer always right? You know, we grew up with that mindset that oh the customer is always right. <laughs> and you know, from experience, the customer is always wrong. <laughs> I think that's that's probably what I'm going to say. Like the customer is actually always wrong. But as a business you can't say that, right? You never you are never able to tell your customer that your what you're saying is not right. Right? And how you want to be able to avoid that situation or protect yourself and your business from that situation is what we're talking about today, right? Doing customer service the right way or the preferred way. Yeah, let me let me use that. Let me use that word instead. Um so we're gonna start with a few things. The first thing being your business needs to have an opening and closing time right because you run an online business like most of us do these days um you feel like you can be responding to dms at 9 a.m say 9 9 p.m 7 a.m 6 a.m things like that and also the customers have become accustomed to that kind of service right but it's not right so one of the things that you need to understand both mentally in your head and you know find a way to communicate to your to your customers especially you guys that run online businesses is that you have opening and closing times now if you run a physical shop let's say you run a you run an, uh, an offline business right you have a physical shop or you have an office space things like that obviously your office your your shop is not going to be open 24/7 even if it's open 24/7 I'm, I can almost guess the kind of business you're running either you have a um, Oil filling station, or you probably have a 7-Eleven or a corner shop or something like that. I can almost guess the kind of business you operate, and if that's the case, then by all means, you are open 24/7, right? But if your business does not open for 24/7, you need to make sure that you communicate that to your customer, right? Um, At the same time, the reason why you are communicating this to your customer is so that you do not fall into the trap of responding to them at odd hours, right? Because you're setting yourself up. Fine, you might say, that, okay, no, it's a one-time one-time thing. It's just for today. I'm responding to Mr. Agambaji at 1 a.m., right? Mr. Agambaji, when you deliver a great service, which I'm sure you will, Mr. Agambaji will tell his friend, Sister Cecilia, that, okay, this person, they respond around 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. Or send him a message, they will respond to you. So Cecilia messages you, and you are asleep. You are not awake. And all of a sudden, Cecilia goes back to Mr. Gambaji that, oh, these people they are terrible. They didn't respond to me. They responded to me at 9:30 a.m., 10 a.m., which is actually your official opening time. And you know, I don't know why you refer this kind of people to me. Because so Gambaji now comes to meet you that, why did you not respond to Cecilia? That you are spoiling my name in the market. One thing, one thing, one one And because of that, you have spoiled your relationship with Mr. Agamba G. at the same time, support your relationship with Cecilia. Fine, we might say that, oh, you know, they should have assumed that I'll be asleep or something. However, you do not tell Mr. Agambaji that the first time he came, right? If you had responded to him and told him that, oh, sir, I'm actually not. We usually do not respond at this time. However, I was awake and, you know, I just thought I should respond since I was awake. Please, next time, notice that note that this is our opening times. So, right? Something like that. So communicate to your customers your opening and closing times and stick to it, right? That's number one. Um, the second thing is what I call a service level agreement. So we all know service level agreements. I want to believe that we all know service level agreements. It's your is the is the un, untold standard that you have within your business, right? And it's that standard that you use to measure your customer relationships. So let me give you an example. Um Most of the businesses we operate, um, we have a service level agreement that we respond to you within an hour, right? We respond to you within an hour. And the reason why is because most of them are, we operate a very, very lean team. So we don't have a lot of people that are always on the phone or always at their desk responding to emails and things like that. So we have a service level agreement that, you know what, within an hour, you'll get a response. Whether it's a response providing solution to your problem directly or telling you that we are still looking into providing a solution and we'll get back to you at a later time, you would get a response within one hour. Your business should have that kind of service for your customers. So it could be a response time. It could be a quality metric or standard that you provide. It could also be a returns, refund, exchange policy, things like that. Now now I've mentioned that. That takes me to my next point. Now, service level agreement. Did you remember seeing a service level agreement and a return refund exchange policy is that you need to have a return refund and exchange policy in your business, especially if you're in, let's say fashion or even food, right? Let's focus on fashion and food. Those are the industries that I like playing in a lot. So fashion and food, I can I can guarantee that you actually need a return refunds and exchange policy in place and your customers must be able to easily access this information, right? You need that in place. Um now how how you want to set up your return refund and exchange policy is up to you right especially with the returns bit so when it comes to returns who covers the cost for return do you cover the cost or does the customer cover the cost do you cover the cost within a particular area let's say in nigeria now do you cover the cost within your business office area so let's say if the person is in lagos and your business is located in lagos do you cover the cost for return for that you go at the cost nationwide, all across Nigeria. How do you go the cost? You need to make sure that you explain this very well to your customers. Now, customers are, we are all different, right? One of the stories that my mom used to use a lot is, especially when I started driving, it's very simple. Imagine that everybody on the road is mad and you are the only sane driver on the road. Just imagine that everybody on the road is mad and you're the only person that has common sense. When you drive like that, Things things might tend not to go crazy. However, when you are driving in Nigeria, especially Lagos states, a lot of things can go haywire. But it's the same. You want to look at your customers. Imagine that all of them are blessed. Let's use that word. Imagine all of them are blessed, and they would be able to find the smallest fault or smallest issue with a particular package that you deliver. You want to be able to have a return, refunds, and exchange policy in place that they can go and read and understand that okay what they're asking for is it viable is it possible does it even make sense for them to make a complaint and request for a refund or an exchange or a return so if you don't have that in place you are setting yourself up because trust me there are customers that will come for you and take advantage of that I, I believe that there are customers that take advantage of these things a lot that's my own personal opinion I've seen it happen in different businesses and the claims that they make are ridiculous but however you have not protected yourself so they come to you and then they make funny demands so yeah that's number three um terms and conditions that's the th- that's the fourth one so with terms and conditions it's more like you're explaining the kind of business you operate right so let's say you do gold so i know with gold there's gold there's gold plated and probably other things there's white gold there's um there are bids, there are all sorts of things. However, in your terms and conditions, you want to explain all these things to your customer, right? So your terms and conditions and your returns and refund policy, they cannot go hand in hand. So as people are reading your your terms and conditions to understand your product, understand your service, they are also looking at your returns, refunds and exchange policy and all of that that you put in place. So that whenever, if they're not happy with your terms and conditions, they should not even bother going to look at your returns and exchange policy right that's really how it works but if they're happy with your terms and conditions they then want to go and read your terms and and your refund and your refund returns and exchange policy right so they kind of go hand in hand Um the last one is resolution so what's your resolution process like actually have a crisis management principle in place plan for crisis right plan for crisis um life in itself is very very unpredictable Running a business is also unpredictable. My favorite example to use, even if it leaves a bad taste in our mouth, is COVID, right? The coronavirus came and a lot of businesses crumbled, right? A lot of businesses crumbled. However, when the coronavirus came, some businesses began to thrive. All of a sudden, hand sanitizers was, that were was seen as a luxury became a household item. You must have hand sanitizer. All of a sudden, face masks that we always used to look at at fashion run shows as silly Ankara face masks became an in thing. Like people begin began to match Ankara face masks with their outfit and stuff like that. Right. So, with that same mindset, have a crisis management in place. When it comes to crisis management, don't just think of where your business is at now. Think of how can you provide how can you provide enough funding for your business to last six months right i think that's a whole different podcast on its own that's a whole different episode that we'll talk about i would probably won't get someone that is a professional in this finance space they won't do that one right but also have like a crisis management where somebody messages you and they're like you know what this is what i received i so let's say you have a you have um you have a return policy where they cannot remove the tag but the person removed the tag out of excitement and when the person remove the tag what the person saw was not what he expected do and you as a business can really tell some of the things that was probably an error maybe in terms of logistics in terms of customization or something right maybe the person got the package and when they got the package because of the type of logistics that was used the print had come off or the print the color had mixed yes perfect example um logistics you use let's say you don't use a bike you use the regular cab to take cake to somebody's house however because the driver that was driving the car was silly the cake went upside down and the whole cake is messed up would you not say that because your terms and policy your terms and conditions and your return and reform policy says that you don't act you don't refund you will not you will not do anything you must do something like i said you know there's a there's a point in time where you empathy and common sense will play for you oh. as a business owner, right? So those kind of situations, you would have to now find a way around it. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I can suggest, so in that kind of situation where the cake is already messed up, I would have to either do another cake or refund the person's money. Now, my beef is now between me and the logistics partner, and that's my own personal opinion. That's how I would run my own business. How you run your business is up to you right i'm only here to give you some advice and my own personal experiences on how i maneuver them basically right so that's the that's the final bit have a crisis management plan in place hopefully you will never have a crisis in your business but still still plan for it right and these are things that this, this is what separates the small businesses from the extremely large businesses the extremely large businesses the multinationals and all those guys they have a crisis management in place um Sure is actually I think I think it's a Pepsi brand. A lot of people don't know that Tushaw the the sanitizer, Sure that Dakori was advertising one time, is actually I think it's a Pepsi is a Pepsi product that came out during um the COVID times. So yeah, have a crisis management plan in place, have um <clears throat> train your staff. So if you are blessed to have staff and looking to have staff, you need to have staff at some point. Train them to understand how to resolve crisis, um, how to resolve people problems, even without you being there. So you don't need to micromanage the whole process. Have a service level agreement that everybody understands. Everybody in the business understands that this is the service level, this is the standard that you hold yourself up to. Now, things that your customer should know. So they don't necessarily need to know your service level agreement. They don't necessarily need to know your crisis management plan. That's more in-house. But your return refunds and exchange policy Your terms and conditions, they need to know those things. Your opening hours, like I spoke earlier, like I spoke about earlier, they need to know those things, right? So, those are the things that I think once you get those things ready, not when I think, I know that once you get those things ready as a growing business, you're good to go. All right? Take it easy, guys. So, it's a wrap. That's about it for today um so you'll be hearing from me (laughs) in another episode i guess but don't forget to share this with your friends your family people that have businesses and um that will find this type of content useful um so yeah you'll be hearing from me soon